Welcome to a terrible football show. How you doing today? Hopefully you're having a great day. Ricky, it's my fault. I didn't give you a cue. It's I'm, okay. I had both hands occupied over here. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I had to turn down the music. I had to switch the scene. I'm busy. I'm sorry. But we got Ricky in studio for the second time. How you doing? How you feeling? Feeling all right. Feeling all right. Doing all right. I'm on vacation this week. There so for go. all you that are working, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> Let's see. Let me unlock my phone real quick. Uh, 24 days until mine. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm in the home stretch. We're almost there. And I cannot be more excited. We also have Shane over Discord filling in his spot that we have uh, sexy Shane or threatening Shane, depending on your view on it. The mob Shane. Yeah, exactly. Shane, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, it was a great weekend of college football. Got to watch a little bit more than I expected. So, you know, looking at a tit chat about it. A lot to talk about, honestly. There's quite a bit. Yes, there is. Quite <laughs> this is a bit. the most college football that I've personally watched in years because I haven't had I haven't had like TV in years, right? Just I've never it's never appealed to me. Like I would only watch it during football. Yes, I guess. Oh, you'd watch a lot of, but like, I never wanted to spend the extra money for it because I was always like just cutting pennies, you know, trying to yeah, you, know, you know what I mean. Nah. But finally got around to it. And I, I got Hulu with live TV, so I watched a lot of football this weekend. I got a lot to chat about. Uh, shout out to Jacob in the chat. Jacob, how you doing? How you feeling? Hopefully you're having a wonderful day today. Uh, but yes, college football week one. Got a lot to chat about there, uh, as well as give our expectations and thoughts going into week one of the NFL. Uh, do week two predictions for college football. If you want to join our poll, link down in the description below. We can get you in there. Uh, our games for this week is now up, all 15 games. Shout out to that. We'll go through that here in a little bit. Uh, and then, of course, go through our predictions for week one as well, which we'll be doing all season long. Uh, make sure to join the Discord. You can join in and chat with us. You can hop into ATFS DraftQ. We'll pull you up whenever we got a moment, and we'll chat with you. Uh, also, make sure to check out our sponsors like Rogue Energy, Wayward Beer Company, and Red Dragon. Keep an eye out for our newest one, Agent Inc. Should be starting some designing here soon, and I can say with 1 million percent confidence that we will have customized jerseys for ATFS. You can get on there and buy a jersey, put your name on it, a number of your choice. It's going to be sick, and I cannot wait for that. That's going to be absolutely insane. Boys, we're all going to have to get a jersey. Absolutely. Yeah, as soon absolutely. as as soon as as soon as the design is done and it's in our store, we're buying jerseys. We have to. Like it's a must. 100%. Uh, and then, of course, check us out at our website, spark3.com. You sign up for it for you, sign up five bucks a month, support us further. We definitely appreciate that. As well as our own personal mer merch store, which will remain active, spark3shop.com. We'll put up like promo codes and stuff like that. Uh, in fact, I feel like, you know, since football is back, I feel like we need a promo code. I feel like we need, you know, I feel like we need a promo code. I don't know the character length, so we'll just go with promo code football. I'll throw it in there later today. Uh, I'll give you 30% off everything on our merch store. Shout out to that. Uh, and go follow us over at Twitter at TerribleFBShow. Uh, so, music's actually coming to a close. Perfect time for me to actually close down the music itself. And we can go ahead and start diving in some stuff. Uh, okay. So, the first thing that we'll go over is we'll go over... Um, we'll do prediction standings to kind of kick off the show here. We'll, and we'll pretty much follow through with that for the most of the season, see how we're doing and everything. Uh, this, of course, one that I'm looking at right now is, of course, for college that we did. Um, so, coming at top, we do have Tyler with a 13-2. and two. I want the record to be known. That does not scare me in the slightest. At all. I want to, you know, for everyone that, people that might be new to this show, okay, that did not listen last year. When we started last year, when it was just Tyler and I, and we were doing predictions, he was beating my ass up and down the street to an extent that I can't even begin to fully vocalize on college picks, okay? Just how good he was doing and how bad I was doing was unreal. But one single event changed everything. 
one single event. This he was working a different job at the time, and he would pop into my, uh, my buddy Zach from Animan Plus and Game Static into his store, and they would chat whatever. And then one day on an Animan Plus episode, at the beginning of the show, we were talking about it about how just horrible my ass was getting beat, and Zach said, "Yeah, man, Tyler's just getting them right one after another, and I don't know what's wrong with you." And then literally the week after that, Tyler just went downhill. So Tyler, if you're watching right now and you continue this trend of being really well, I'll just have Zach talk about you in Animan Plus and your season's done. <laughs> so you better watch yourself. You might want to start throwing some games before I completely destroy your season. I've got my secret weapon, and it's Zach. Uh, but yes, Tyler with 13-2. and two. Uh, All about the U, I didn't catch his name, though. Uh, he is currently 12-3, and three, Brady at 12-3 and three as well. And then we have multiple people at 11-4, and four, which does feature myself, uh, my, my guy Steve, Iggy, Jacob, uh, Ricky, you are a ten and five, and Shane, you are a ten and five. As that's well. because we had the balls to pick upsets. You did, you you guys both. I just want, yes. I want that on record. We had the balls, yes. to pick up to pick upsets. Yes, you did. You you had the <laughs> look, and, and and I'll also say this. I'll take. I know we're going to chit chat chit chat about it. I'll take the Oregon one on, on the chin. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, that's on me for Ricky's pick. That's on me. Okay. Well, I mean, I had so I just, I just had, I had so much, so many questions about Georgia. In some ways, I still do. I mean, I know they won forty nine to three, but I mean, Oregon, like I said, new coach, new system, same old Bo Nix coming in. Yep. I mean, he's never done well against Georgia as it is, and I just kind of gave him the benefit of a doubt. Uh, I will he's never give him I, the benefit you of know, doubt. I was hearing, I was hearing stuff from camps and stuff saying that he's always looked really well. You know, behind that offensive line, because apparently it's supposed to be the best offensive line he's played behind. Yada yada yada. He still gets smacked. He'll throw two picks in the first half. Same old Bo Nix. So you know what? <laughs> From here on out, I don't know what I'm gonna do about my Ducks, man. Are I'm you gonna, gonna Are you gonna fade them the rest of the year like I'm fading Hawaii? I, I mean, I I mean, at the end of the day, it is Georgia, right? The Pac-12. Yeah is going to be significantly better going against than Georgia. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, we did not, we did not look good in that game. Right. Um, and then also my reason for going 10 and F5, my excuse for it anyways, is, you know, I was strictly trying to go based off of last year. You know, this is a new year. I should have seen that. And, uh, you know, give me like two weeks or so. I'll see how all the teams are playing. And I'll, I'll kind of catch it back up here, okay? Well, oh, you know, you're taking that I one. On, you're taking that one on the chin, and you know the other one where you guys pulled an upset. You guys may have lost, but rookie, you you were on point with that with that mindset. Let's oh, be real, goodness. you were like you know you may have lost in this, but you got to you got to take a win in your heart because you were you were you were right with the, your logic. So here 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 is the thing. So their best tight end, who I said is an NFL draft prospect, um, he went out. I think it was the first or second offensive series that they had. They go around him and all their tight because, like I said, he was the leading receptions for tight ends in the FCS last year. They they run the offense around him and their running game. Uh, running game obviously was not going to work against the big front that Iowa had. Um, and I and I you know I give Iowa all kinds of credit. They're I mean they pin them deep. They I don't think they saw the twenty five yard line, Yo. but maybe three times the entire game. <laughs> that Iowa punter was like, on next level. Golly, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me! I'm sitting here thinking, okay. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. And then the first safety. And then I'm like, okay, why would you do it? I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, I'll forgive that one. You still got a chance to win this football game. But then I started noticing the quarterback. And this quarterback did lead them to the FCS championship game. But 
one of the things about him, he has been hurt. This was his first game back in a while. And he, it's like the second safety was all his fault. Like anybody knows when you got this big dude, 350 plus pounder that's coming after you, throw the football away. Right. That's all you've got to do. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they would have won the game because they, they just only scored three points. There wasn't even a freaking touchdown in this game, people. I mean, it was just uh, it was just a pure great defensive ball game. And, you know, give, Iowa, give Iowa, I give Iowa all the credit for the win on that game, especially their special teams. But I give a lot of credit to South Dakota State. They stuck it to that offense of Iowa, which isn't the greatest, but they still stuck it to them. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a long, hard-fought game. Right, and I think I, I thought it was funny where I saw the little news tidbit where it's like the last time a team had seven points and didn't score a TD was like in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, seven points, no TD scored, which isn't. I mean, that game was that game was just wild. Yeah, had they <laughs> had they not scored that safety, it would have been five to three. And the last time that happened happened to be an Iowa game. It was in their, I think it was the early nineties. I think is when they said it was. That's Iowa football, baby. Iowa football it was like that's, five that's to three. They'd be like, I think baby. it was like Arizona or some someone like that. They beat. Right. No, I can't. <laughs> I, the thing that made me also just kind of laugh about that game is the fact that it's just like you had that score out there and then you had people also floating around North Carolina, Appalachian State, and let's just like college football. <laughs> it's right. like this is college football, which that game was insane. All right, I don't. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch any North Carolina app, app State. I got the chance yeah, to watch yeah. some of that game. It was insane. Dude, oh that was that great. game. Forty was, points in the fourth quarter. That I mean, game was unbelievable. Sixty-one man. points between both of them, and then Appalachia State scored forty. I'm like, goodness gracious. I, like, dude, I don't know. I saw the direction that game was going, man, and I don't know what the over was. Uh, whenever I hit it, but it was like halfway in the game, and I slapped that over. I'm like, oh yeah, let's let's drop some <laughs> cash on this, yeah. baby. I, yeah. I hit that thing for some money. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, that game was insane. No, from top to bottom, we had a lot of good college football. I mean, like, you know, just kind of kicking off the whole thing. Like, for me, like, I watched West Virginia and Pitt, uh, the backyard brawl. First time it's been there since when, you know, Pitt got that upset uh, back in the day when West Virginia was being poised to go to, you know, national championship when they had Pat White and stuff like that. That was the last time they had the backyard brawl. So it was cool to see that rivalry come back. Mm -hmm. uh, and, man, that was, an, that, was a, that was a really good game, man. Came down to the wire. Uh, a lot of people want to argue that was a catch. I got to disagree. That was not a catch. That ball hit the ground uh, 100%. Uh, but I will say in terms of Pitt, like, um, I, I don't have, like, a, high, a lot of high expectations for West Virginia this year. Uh, I think they'll be, like, a, you know, I think they'll be a bowl team, you know. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to blow things out of the water. But, like, uh, Pitt, Pitt shocked me. You know, I thought Pitt played a lot better than I thought they would have. You know, I, under, I understand they got uh, Solvis, I think is his name, who was at USC last year. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I mean, still, man, you're, you're losing your, like, three- or four-year starter and Kenny Pickett who had, like, all this, you know, guy mentality, you know, the it factor, and you lost Jordan Addison to USC as well. You know your your award winning wide receiver. I I, just, I didn't think Pitt was going to come out with this dub, but I mean it was it was a hard fought game between those two. And you know, like I said, it, it came down to it. A lot of people want to say that was a catch. That was not a catch. Mm -hmm. uh, that that ball hit the ground one thousand percent. That ball hit the ground. I don't care what you say, but that game was awesome. Uh, all right, let, you know that Oregon Georgia game though. That was insane. Like I, I okay, I stayed on the boat that I thought Georgia was going to win, but like. Oregon getting beat to the level they did really did shock me. Well, the Pac-12 in general, yeah, they're done. They're they're, oh. they're absolutely done. Yeah. Even even if USC does run the table, it's going to be hard for the Pac-12 to show any kind of any kind of legitimacy of should we be in the top four? Because I mean, you look at it. Utah lost to Florida. Yeah, Florida got put up in the rankings because of it, which I disagree with. But 
you know, you just look at Florida season last year. Don't get me wrong. They looked very, very good, but they were also at home in the swamp. It's a totally different atmosphere. Um, and like I said, give credit to Florida for the win. But at the same time, when you see Oregon and the way they did the other day, and of course it took a while for USA to get a good start against Rice, but they, you know, they eventually blew them out. Um, there's no one really in the Pac-12 that has a uh, besides even USC. USC may have a shot. I don't know, but I just I don't think USC is going to run the table. I just I don't think they're that good. They had too many problems before Lincoln Riley got there. It's going to take Lincoln Riley at least two two maybe if not the third season before you see USC football uh, get back to what they're used to doing, and that's winning. That's true. I mean, all across the table, you I mean the Pac-12 just it, they're they're just not relevant and you know Oregon losing to the extent they did man and dropping out of the top 25 mm-hmm. from they were 11 right 11th I yeah. believe yeah dropping out completely out of the top 25 after that absolute massacre I mean it just further puts Pac-12 in a bad spot and I, I wonder if that's going to put Oregon in a bad spot when they're trying to go to the Big Ten you know could, could be I is mean, Big Ten you'll be like man then you again, guys are garbage then again remember who the Big Ten already has that's that's a fair point they do have Nebraska Oh my god, I know, <laughs> dude. I, I messaged you guys oh at halftime. It's just like, don't even let him. I understand they won, but I'm telling you, man, it comes back to it. Like they needed to just blow North Dakota out. You know what I mean? And just the fact that it was as close as it was going to have. I'm like, don't even let Scott Frost back out on the sideline <laughs> after halftime. Don't even let him back out, man. No, that game was that game. I, I tuned into a little bit of that game, and that game was that. That was an embarrassment for Nebraska. Nebraska fans got it rough right now. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned uh, Utah and Florida, and uh, honestly, that game was awesome. It was. Yeah, that game it, was awesome. it was awesome. And you know, Utah. I mean, you got to give them a lot of credit, man. That's a good football team. It is. Yeah. It, they, and they th- are. that game came down to it, dude. Like you know that that team was. Both teams were just throwing punches back and forth. So, but it's more of their loss to Florida than it is them being a good football team. I'm not. I, like I said, I'm not going to discredit you know Utah because of one bad loss, but that was a bad loss. Um, cause like I said, Florida, I mean, you just saw what they did last year, flat out laid an egg last year with Dan Mullen. And then of course they ended up firing Dan Mullen in the middle of the year, but Florida has a ton of issues as it is. And you lose to a Florida team who has a brand spanking new coach and a brand new system and everything. That's a bad loss for Utah. Utah should not have lost that football game. Even if you chip away with that, like I understand first week jitters and everything like that. That's, that's going to happen for college football, especially with these kids. Cause you know, they're kids, you know, we, we have to, we still have to remember that, you know, they're still young men out there. They're not, they're not paid perfect. Well, I take that we're technically, they're not paid professionals, but at this point, at this point, they're getting to the point where they're being paid professionals. So, um, but yeah, I understand you're, you're not, you may not have your a game, uh, but Utah had every bit of weapon to beat Florida. There, there's no excuse that they should not have come out with a W. I feel like for that game in particular, it was a mix of two things. It was number one, just being in the swamp, like you already mentioned. This is a different environment. But then I don't know, man. That was just one of those games that as you get into the fourth quarter and you're watching Florida respond at every moment, right, in that fourth quarter, that was just one of those games where, like, Anthony Richardson and that team were just said, look, you can do whatever you want to do, but you're not winning this game. It was one of and, those vibes. Hey, and I, hey, and here's the thing. Florida fans, they knew, they felt exactly what we felt with Chad Morris last year. They felt exactly <laughs> what we felt. Hey, now they know, hey, we we might have something here with Billy Napier. Billy Napier might be their answer. Right. I don't know if he is. I mean, because when they first hired him, it, to me, that wasn't a fancy hire. But, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, if it's, you know, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm glad for Florida fans. That's a big win for them. 
Now, I, I do got to ask both of you guys this, because this was actually asked to me uh, by Tyler's friend, Nick, who's a big Florida fan, naturally a Miami fan. So, you know, he'll send me stuff about Florida all the time because he asked me if I was shocked by that win. I told him no. I feel like that game could have gone either way going into it, even though I thought Utah should have win. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one of those, like, I see that loss, and I see how much it was lost by, you know, that, that you know, they only lost by three points, you know, I think is what it was. Uh, 29, 29, 26. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw the, I'm like, no, that doesn't shock me. I mean, Florida's a talented team. I mean, like when we, when we talked to Nick about how Florida was going to be this year, mine and like Shane's stance on Florida is that it's not necessarily going to be Florida's fault. If they're going to, you know, not be a top team, it's going to be how that SEC East is going to be. Right. You know, which I still stand by that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on in the SEC East right now to pay pay attention to. But, you know, how did you guys feel about that, uh, you know, game with Utah and Florida? Like, did it shock you necessarily that Utah, I know we're working probably all be in agreement that Utah should, you know, in theory going into the game should have won, but did that loss necessarily shock you guys? I wouldn't say shock, but the level of expectations that Utah has this had this year before that game, um, and th- and that part of it, yes. Right. Because, like I said, the expectations they had. Um, but uh, in reality, no, because it's college football. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, with the hype coming in from Utah from last year, from winning the Pac-12 and getting to where they were last year and doing it how they did it, and then Florida coming off the, the year that they had last year, like, I'm sure, like, you know, your everyday, you know, like, not your everyday college football watcher will be like, okay, yeah, this isn't going to be a game. Like, it's a top 10 team of Utah going against Florida who had a bad a bad year last year. But, I mean, and also going back to what Ricky said, yeah, it might have not been a, uh, uh, you know, outstanding hire as far as a big name, but, hell, Sam Pittman, I mean, he wasn't a his only head coaching job that he's ever got. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, sometimes those those little guys, you know, they work out. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, talent wise, I don't I don't think anyone's ever doubted Florida. True. I mean, that whole state itself is covered in talent. So as long as you can recruit that state, um, I mean, you're gonna be just fine. And Florida has no problem recruiting that state. Um. So I think all talent wise, we knew that Florida had a chance to win this game. Um, and my biggest thing watching it live was that play that Anthony Richardson did. Oh, that spin to pretty much that pretty much steal the game. Yeah, yeah. he spun out of one time tackle, uh, went to throw it. I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but he went to throw it. and He's like, Nah, never mind. Turned around and <laughs> completely faked that that linebacker out. Like, had no idea what was going on. That was that. That so, was a you know, dope ass play. That was a dope play, man. And you know, also yeah, watching I this mean, game, um, you know, I was already. You know, I already really liked the, you know this Utah team alone as it, as it is. But watching this game, even though you know he did throw the pick to you know seal the game, I really liked what I saw out of Cam Rising as well. I mean, he just that last yeah. drive, man, he just showed a lot of poise. I mean, it was just a situation of where it's just like you know you, you know like they've been in this sort of situation before, just go and do their job sort of things. So I liked what I saw out of the team. I still got a lot a lot I, of high hopes that for last, Utah. Th- that last throw though, that sh- he should yeah. not have on that football. That was a bad throw. And yeah. so he still, I think he still had another down or two before he even had even. I mean, that's. He was not in a desperate situation. Right. I mean, I, and I think he realizes that, you know, one, I think he realizes that now. Right. Because I'm sure they've watched the game film, and I'm sure I'm sure their coaches even said, hey, that's desperation right there. We were not in a desperate situation. So, yeah. still had time left, and they were still – they had great field position. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thrown that ball. Yeah, especially when you're only down by a field goal to lead. You could at least tie it, you know. Right. So, uh, what about how you boys feeling about uh, your big win this weekend over Cincinnati? 
I'll let, I'll let you guys you have, the, have the Arkansas floor now. <laughs> the Arkansas yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know it's going to come, you know, so I, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get it out there. I mean, it was, uh, you know, the first half we looked a lot better. Um, and one of my buddies at work, he, I don't know what fan he is, but he's like, man, Arkansas is giving this game away. And I was like, well, not really. I mean, we, in my eyes, we won the half. We won the first half. We won the first and second quarter. Going into half 14-0, come out. Um, I think we score again, go up 21-0, 21-7, if I believe. Um, and then they pretty much win the third quarter to catch up. Um, and then what sealed the game was the fourth quarter, right? I mean, we hold it for the last basically six minutes of the game. Um, and pretty much win the fourth quarter, and that's what you needed to do to win the football game. You know, you can lose, um, you know, most of the time, you know, you can you can lose one or two quarters, and as long as you win the fourth quarter, you're going to win the football game, um, especially if you hold it like Arkansas did. And, you know, this team, you know, two, three years ago, even before Sam Pittman, we this is what we couldn't do. So it, it, it definitely brings excitement for me as an Arkansas fan that knowing that, we, hey, you know, if there's six, seven, eight minutes on the clock, I know we, we can probably milk it to where we can pretty much get it done. Um, so yeah, uh, on the flip side, when I'm not, I'm kind of you know on the edge as well because I mean our our secondary is atrocious right now, um, and it has been for the last two years. Um, our our corners and safeties, I know we're hurt, but um, we got to figure something out. Well, Sh- well, Shane, I'm glad you brought that up because I. I... I think it was more of the defensive play calling than what it was anything, Shane, because this is the fastest that we've been in a long time. And it seemed like we got beat deep way too much, especially in the first, I mean, in the second half, they were able to connect. But in the first half, they, he, you know, Bryant was just overthrowing the football. And I mean, he was, you know, but we were also making him a little bit uncomfortable as it was, you know, and he even said the fans, you know, were a big factor in the game and everything like that, which it, which it should be. Um, but yeah, I, I just, one thing that I noticed on defense that we did is we caught a little bit more blitz than what we're used to. We also did not play near as much zone as what I thought we should have. Uh, we did not protect the sideline. We didn't protect the middle. We didn't do any of that. And I understand Jonathan Catalan got hurt, but that's, that's just something that, that we've got to get better on. Cause one thing that I have been hearing about all summer long is how much better our corners and our safeties are going to be this year. Like that, that's exciting to hear, but they've got to get better. And they will, it's like I said, first game jitters, I'll just put it I'll just summarize it in this way. We did not play very good at all. Like it was it was mediocre football. That's mediocre Arkansas football with the exception of the last 5 minutes of the fourth quarter. That was that was true Arkansas football right there just running and gunning it, uh getting it done, uh running the clock down, getting that W. And I I will give some I, something else that I was shocked with was the offensive play calling. Usually we like to call these little fancy plays here and there. We didn't do that much on on Saturday when it came to the fancy plays. We we did exactly what uh, every player knew exactly what we could. I'll just and of course I'm very ecstatic with our offense. I think KJ Jefferson's going to get a little bit better. He was cramping up. Uh, some of his throws were off key. I think that's going. I think that's not going to be a non-factor going forward. 
Uh, I am really excited about Rocket Sanders and seeing another number five running up and down the football field because, yes, he is a smaller Darren McFadden, but he is he's not a Darren McFadden, y'all, but I, I'm just saying he is a smaller he, – he's got some – some of his moves remind me a lot of what number five truly was when we had Darren McFadden. I'm very excited about Rocket Sanders. Um, so it's So in summary, guys, this is just one of those games we played mediocre football – and somehow, some way, we came up with the win. And I would have rather seen a win playing like that than seeing us get our butts kicked, you know, or just or worse, just get blown out. Um, which, in some way, Cincinnati could have done that, but Cincinnati didn't play well either. So, like I said, it's it, it, it's we're gonna get better. It, it's just it's just gonna take another week or so. And I think once I think once we get settled in, we're gonna see a much different defense than what we saw on Friday. Um, excuse me, Saturday. And it's funny that you yeah. mentioned like a mediocre game because Shane, it reminds me of something that you said before, where it's like Arkansas plays to the talent that they're playing against, right? Whether yeah. it's good or bad. <laughs> and that, that's and, that's and, one thing that scares me about South Carolina because South Carolina's not that good. <laughs> yeah, um, and and another thing is like that's also what scares me too because our secondary, I mean, at times we look outstanding, other times we look how I think we are. We're not very good in the secondary. Um, and you're right. We played, I would say at least 65, 70% of the snaps on defense. We were playing man mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, Barry Odom was playing a lot more or play calling a lot more aggressively than what we're typically used to seeing. Um, now, luckily that paid off because we were able to get a lot more pressure um, with our front four front five than what we are normally able to do. Right. Um, so, I mean, that worked out, but, on the flip side of that, just say Ben Bryant was able to hit those passes and wasn't, um, you know, wasn't overthrowing them. Mm-hmm. We could very well be down by ten points going into halftime. Yep. Um, because I mean there, there was a lot of those points up on the board because of that. So yeah. I mean that that's what scares me. Um, because you know if that's going to be a Bryce Young or you know a a, a you know a stouted quarterback in the sec they're gonna they're gonna hit those passes whether they're being pressured or not right yeah and and i'll i'll agree with that and i think one thing shane i think the speed of cincinnati's wide receivers shocked shocked me the most i did not expect them to be that fast they were fast they were sec fast they were they were fast i mean they just went all up and down that field like goodness gracious but also, I mean, when yeah. you play, but also, you, and of course, you can attest to this as well, Shane, because you're a football fan. Uh, you're you're more of a college football fan than I, probably than I am, if not just as much. But uh, uh, if you think about it, since that is in the conference, what do they do in that conference? If they can't run the football, they sling it all over the place. So they're used to doing stuff like that. Yeah. They're they're used to that. So, uh, but like I said, though, and in, in it's it's a W. <laughs> I just hope we we just kind of get better. I mean, th- this- <laughs> This is the way I say it, right? Um, to me, it, it was still a good game. We got the win. If we play mediocre and still able to beat a top twenty-five team that was in the playoff last year, mm-hmm. why? Why is there going to be too much complaining about that, right? Right. I mean, fucking, we won zero SEC games in two years, not too long ago. So mm-hmm. why are we complaining about playing bad but still beating a top twenty-five team? I don't. I don't. Sometimes I don't understand it. On the flip side of that. Yeah, I like the way our offense looked, and you got to think that was also without Dominique Johnson, who very well could contend for that number one running back spot. So hopefully he'll be back for um, 
he may not be back for the South Carolina game, but I think he's guaranteed or something like that to come back for the Missouri State game, if not Texas A&M game. So, well, what I, um, I, think, yeah. I think on the flip side of that, Shane, whenever you mention, you know, why do people freak out about, you know, how bad we played and we still won? It's the expectation that they have, Shane. I mean, there are high. For this sure. is the highest expectation that I've had personally for Arkansas since Bobby Petrano's last season. I had super high expectations. The, that uh, Bobby Petrano's last season, and it almost paid off. We were a win away for going to the BCS national championship game. One win away, and we got blown up by LSU instead. So, it is what it is. Also, Which... boys, I have some breaking news. Oh crap! It's Tell... good. It's good. Did Dallas get a backup quarterback? <laughs> no, I actually don't know who you guys' <laughs> backup is. No, Tyler just messages to me. I uh, got some breaking news that is a good thing, a phenomenal thing to hear. Wake Forest starting quarterback Sam Hartman is officially cleared to return to action. He is not uh, out indefinitely now. Apparently, Good. it was Good. a blo- it was a blood clot issue. It was the problem. Uh, so Sam Hartman is back in action. Thank you, Tyler, for that uh, breaking news because I definitely would have missed that by the time the show was done. So massive news there. Massive news there for Wake Forest. My hopes for Wake Forest remain alive. <laughs> yeah. So big breaking news there. Shout out to Sam Hartman. Blood clot issue, man. That's uh, that's no joke. That's no, that's that's a life and death issue. It right is. Uh, you know, that's how my mom had a stroke way back when it was a blood clot. So that's no joke. So it's good to know that uh, he is uh, cleared of that and everything's all good in that world. And uh, now Wake Forest is uh, gonna start making their way back to the top. It's a good football team, man. And Sam is at the center of it. Sam is at the center of it. Uh, sorry to interrupt there. That was important news. Uh, any other any other thoughts on the Arkansas game? Uh, you want to get out there, Shane? I think I accidentally cut you off. What you got? No, I, I think I pretty much covered it. Okay. Well, Jacob threw out there that he doesn't think Cincy should have dropped out of top twenty-five after a game like that. Disagree. I, I, I think they, they they probably should have stayed where they were, if not dropped twenty-five. I don't think they should have dropped out. Um, do we know who took their place? Because I, I haven't seen the poll since they came out. Yeah, we can go through the poll real quick. Because I also want to shout something out. I noticed this while you guys were um, talking, and it kind of gave me a little, a little bit of a chuckle on the others receiving votes. I understand they had a pretty good win against San Diego State, but Arizona received one vote. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you shitting me? Someone voted for Arizona? Hey, hey, that's not the that's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, there but, was someone that did vote Vanderbilt to win the SEC this year. I'm just saying. I mean, that's true. Like, I'm looking at all these teams receiving votes. It's just like, okay, makes sense. All right, all right, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. And I just get down to the last one, Arizona, one vote. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> All right, anyway, yeah, the new the new AP, uh, top 25. So, obviously, Alabama at number one. Georgia jumped up to two after that dominating win. Ohio State dropped to three. Michigan, four. Clemson, five. Texas A&M, six. Oklahoma, seven. Notre Dame, eight. Baylor, nine. USC, 10. Oklahoma State, 11. Florida, 12. Unranked to 12 after that, after that win. Utah at 13. Michigan State at 14. Miami at 15, Arkansas 16, Pittsburgh at 17, no movement there. NC State dropped down five spots after that close win against East Carolina. They should have dominated. <laughs> they should have dominated. I was, that, that was one of my big surprises from this weekend, that, North, that NC State uh, did not just dominate that uh. one. Uh, Wisconsin at 19, Kentucky did not move. Uh, they're still at 20, BYU at 21, Ole Miss 22, Wake Forest 23, Tennessee 24, and Houston at 25. Why is Ole Miss at number 22? They looked horrible. They they, they yeah. looked absolutely horrible against Troy. That's, okay, yeah. so I'll 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 take back what I said about disagreeing. 
Uh, they could have put at least Cincinnati at twenty five. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. But I mean, but I but I also get it. You know, it's a it's a numbers thing. You know, if you're the lowest at the poll and you're zero and one and you have all these one and zero teams, then yeah, you're you're if you're down there very low, you're gonna you're gonna be taken out. This is part of it. Right. Uh, any any of these on the AP that immediately jump out at you, Ricky? I think before we started, you said that you had uh, something that you disagree with. Was it Ole Miss or Ole Miss? Else? I disagree with Ole Miss, and I disagree with Florida. Why would you jump Florida all the way up to the top? I mean, that's just horrible. All the way up to twelve. All the way up to you went from unranked to twelve. I mean, come on. I mean, I remember a time when Arkansas lost to Louisiana Monroe. That uh, It was in 2012 after uh, John L. Smith took over because Bobby Petrino decided he was going to screw some other lady and get in a, get in a motorcycle <laughs> accident. And then all of a sudden, you see Arkansas go from number 10 to unranked. You didn't see Louisiana Monroe going up to number 12 in the nation. Right, right. I mean, come on. I, no, no, no. Goodness, it's one game, people. Come on. It's not even – it's a big win. It's it is in in reality it's a big win, mm-hmm. but it's not a it's not a let me jump up from unranked to number twelve in the country. They're not as good as Tennessee right now. They're not even as good as Ole. Well, they're better than Ole Miss probably, but they're not they're not <laughs> as good as a lot of these teams out here. They're not better than Miami. I mean, come on. I swear to my soul. Shame about you. Anything jump out at you that you disagree with or you really like? Yeah, I mean the Florida thing's a bit of a stretch. I mean, of course, you got to put them in the, in the top 25, but to put them as 12, I wouldn't have put them any higher than like 18, maybe. And even 18 was could be a stretch. Um, but other than that, um, I, didn't, I didn't agree with Cincinnati being dropped out of the top 25. Um, I still think Texas A&M should be like 21, but that's just me. <laughs> um, but yeah. Hey. Texas A&M might not be in it after this weekend, boys. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that once we get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, for me personally, uh, I think Clemson personally should have dropped. They dropped one spot. I think they could have dropped another spot down to, like, six, personally. I just don't think Clemson looked that great. No, they, they, uh, they didn't. Yeah, they but, did. neither, but neither – I mean, in some ways, Oklahoma didn't look that great. Yeah. Um. Listen, when it comes to Clemson, I'm sticking with my, my stance. I've said it for weeks now. Mm-hmm. If DJ is a starter all year long, they were going to be an, you know a bowl team, yes, but not a dominant team, right? right? Like I mean, last year they won 10 games. Awesome. That's not taking you to the, the college football playoffs, right? But if they pull what they did with Kelly Bryant and Trevor and throw in their five-star recruit freshman Cade, like they did do this this game, and he looked good for his like six or seven passes he threw, then I think Clemson, you know, we'll see what happens. But – you know, as long as DJ's the starter, I just I don't see it personally. I really don't. Um, so I think I think they could have uh, afforded to drop more. The Georgia one that makes sense. That was mm-hmm. a very dominating win versus what should have been a good team. Uh, so you know, to no not you know I, I get it because Ohio State should have they should have rolled over Notre Dame, but Notre Dame also shocked me. Their defense Their looked defense a lot better. Looked really yeah. good. I mean, that was one of my big shocks in this weekend is how good Notre Dame looked personally. While we're on Notre Dame, real quick, there's something you guys need to see on Netflix. Do you have net? Y'all both have Netflix? No, but I can get yeah, access to it. Get Netflix. There is a story. It's a series called Untold. I watched two of them today. One was on Tim Donahue, which was the NBA referee who is was this gambling. The Monte Teo thing. Monte Teo. Yeah. It's a two episode. It's a two part episode. Yeah. There's a two episode. Yes. Yeah. 
I yeah. watched. I watched the first episode, and oh my gosh, the person who pulled this off is a vicious. Oh goodness yeah. gracious, they're vicious. Yeah, I, I've heard. I've heard about the. I've heard about those. I episodes. feel bad for this dude. Everyone does now. I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel terrible for being mad at him. I thought he made it all up. No, he didn't make this up. He got catfished, people. He got catfished. You see, he got catfished before catfishing was like a real like big thing. Right. You know? So <laughs> they probably made the show because of this. Right. Yeah, no, I, I've I've heard about it uh, quite a bit. I've heard about it quite a bit, mostly because like everyone at the Pat McAfee show watched it. So watching the Pat McAfee show, everyone was talking about it. Right. You know, right after watching it. So it was also funny because I don't know if you guys have seen this, but one of the guys on that show, um, Ty Schmidt, he does impersonations like all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a really good Lou, uh, Lou Holtz one, and he recently went on a rant about Lou Holtz <laughs> here recently. And Lou Holtz's l- voice. Uh, this was on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, yeah. Because I got to listen to that. It, it was. Yeah, I'll send you the video because they, they did make it a separate clip because it, the story was where like uh, Lou Holtz wrote multiple letters to Brian Kelly during his mm-hmm. tenure, and Brian Kelly never wrote him back one time. So you know, you know, Ty comes. He's like, well, well, well. I wasn't full of shit, was I? And he started like going. <laughs> off of this big thing and he's talking about Monte Teo's why he's like oh you know Monte Teo's a great kid you know I feel bad for him he's just a sad ooze on the beach hey, and I lost my shit and here you know here even if you're not an NBA fan Alex which I know Shane watches the NBA but if if you're not an NBA fan the Tim Donahue one makes you really question the integrity of the NBA I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there it makes you question the integrity of the NBA I already question it, honestly. Yeah. I, I have my teams in the NBA, but I have dropped horribly off the NBA over the yeah, last like, eight years. Mine was or so. the Lakers, and they're, I'm done with them. Celtics and Magic for me. Um, but, man, it's just like, yeah. Mine was the Lakers and Grizzlies. Now it's the Warriors and Grizzlies. I'm done with the Lakers. Right. Uh, anyway, though, back to some college football with the AP Top 25. Um, so the only thing that kind of sticks out to me is I'm with you guys on Florida. I feel like that's too high of a jump. I think they're a very talented team, and it's not going to shock me to see them continue to go on winning games. It's just not. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be shocked if they beat Kentucky this weekend. I'm, I'm not going to be shocked by it. You know, they showed talent on the field, and that's all that matters. But I do think it was a, a bit of a drastic, like, knee-jerk reaction sort of jump, in my opinion. Uh, you know, I, I think more like maybe even 15, I think would have been a good spot, but you know, it's all, it's all about numbers, right? Uh, as for Miami, you know, it's Betham cook. I mean, what do you expect guys? I mean, nah, yeah. we put up 70 against them. That's expected. TVD looked great. We put Jake Gar- Garcia in there for a little bit. He went eight for eight. He looked really good. You know, that was, that was a game that I very loosely turned tuned into. Cause it's like, we're going to win. We're already dominate. We're putting up points. So I was focused on, let's go watch some more interesting games. <laughs> like you already know how this one's going to go. I ain't worried about this one. So I'm not worried about it. Um, other than that, nothing else in the top 25 kind of jumps out of me. I, I see you guys' point on Cincinnati, though. I, I see where Cincinnati could have just kind of floated there at uh, number 25. I, I definitely could see that. But, you know, it is what it is. Maybe they'll climb back up into it here soon. Uh, some other games to kind of shout out. One that I do want to shout out just because I don't feel like it's gotten looked at enough. And it was actually a very, very good game. And I, I, I love the shed of it all the way up to the end was Illinois and Indiana. Uh, that was a very good game. Yeah. I, I was shocked that Indiana looked as – decent as they did. I'm not going to say good because they're not a great football no. team. They're not. But, you know, that was a very fun game to watch, man. And I'm shocked that Indiana pulled out that dub. I, I, I'm high on Illinois. Not as like, oh, my God, they're going to win the Big Ten. But, like, I think they're going to be a good bowl team. Uh, I'm high on Illinois. And Indiana, man, they got that dub. Uh, that was a very, very fun game to watch, personally. I really enjoyed watching that one. Um, 
what other games did you get? Did you guys check out any other games? You guys don't Penn want to State shut up? Purdue was a good one. I didn't check out anything. Penn there. Purdue yeah. should have won that game. Purdue gave that game away. Oh my gosh, they gave that game. To away. my understanding, Penn State did not look good. Is that they accurate? did not look okay. good. They didn't look. They didn't really look good at all to about at the fourth all. quarter. And even in the fourth quarter, they were so bad. I mean, yeah, Purdue gave that game away. Like it's like you know what? We don't want to win anyways. There you go. You can have it. You know, it's funny going into that game. I even hit Tyler up about it. He's just like. Saying it was gonna be a blowout, whatever. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think Purdue could get that, could get that <laughs> sneaky be no dub. Damn blowout. He's hey, he said the same thing about your game whenever we threw it on there. You Which know, the South Dakota State and Iowa. I was yeah, like, yeah, hey yeah. Tyler, pick one and suck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I told him like, yeah, that was Ricky's pick. He's like, it's gonna be a blowout. It's gonna be a massacre. No Daggum massacre. <laughs> hey, that, this just tells you I know my stuff. All right. That's true. Even though that's I agreed true. with Shane on the Oregon game, but that, you know what? Ooh. Kiss my ass. I did pick Houston <laughs> and Houston UTSA. That was Houston a great UTSA game. was a very very yes. good game. Yes, it was. I, I, I'm not. I'm not even mad about it. I was. I was pretty high on UTSA. I, I still am. I really, really like Frank Harris. They're going to be good. I they're love. Gonna, they're going to be good. Frank Harris so much, but like you know, that I think they're still going to be a very good team. It, it would not surprise me if we saw <laughs> three way tie for the right. conference. I mean, it's like I said, they're just as good as Cincinnati is. I mean, yep. in my opinion, they are. Houston just had. Houston just had one better play. That's it. They just had that, yep. that one play. And their, 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 it was their defense. Their defense came up with a huge stop there in overtime, which ended the game. Obviously, uh, one game I, I was I want to shout out as well. I don't know if you guys happened to tune into this game at all or check stats for it. That just kind of really shocked me with how bad they lost with Syracuse and uh, uh, Louisville. Yeah, dude, Louisville, uh, dude man. I oh. expected so much more out of Malik Cunningham, the quarterback from Louisville. You know, this is like he's a fifth year senior right now. Yeah, and they, oh, that's dude, I expected so much more out of that game. And it's just like they just laid a massive egg. See, in Syracuse, you know they're one of those teams. They'll beat the teams that they're that they're they'll beat the teams they're not supposed to beat, and then the teams that they're supposed to beat, they'll just lay an egg on. <laughs> it's like what in the? But this one I thought was going to be a much closer football game, and Syracuse just rolled them. It wasn't even close. Right, Shane. Did you have anything that uh, any games in, in particular that kind of stood out to you besides the? Oh uh, yeah, I mean I think I want to talk about the the group. Um, hatred game that was played. Oh, Sunday, I know, uh, right? Yeah. Florida State, yeah. Florida State oh, LSU dude. Game. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. I'm glad you brought that up, yeah, Shane. You know? Yeah. Um, Fuck Florida State I mean, LSU. Uh, it, it, it makes my soul happy knowing that LSU is the only uh -huh. SEC team that lost this weekend, and that's including Vandy is in there. Vandy played this weekend, Vandy's 2-0. Vandy's the only team in the SEC that's won two games, <laughs> fellas. Stop, stop. They're going to win three this after this weekend. I know. Hey, Sam Hartman's back, baby. This I, game's about I to get a little care, bit tougher I don't for care if they get Aaron Rodgers. Vanderbilt's winning this game. Oh, my God. Well, they had, it. <laughs> had Aaron Rodgers' brother at one point. Ah, don't so, get me started, I mean, man. It, it, it was basically what it – what like, if you didn't even watch the entire game, and you just tuned in to like the last quarter, probably less, mm -hmm. and just watched those two significant drives where um, LSU drives down. I think they fumble or throw a pick. Florida State goes down there, scores um, to take the lead, or they fumble or something, or get an interception. LSU takes it back down there. They score, and then they kick the fucking field goal and get it blocked. Like it was, it was the epitome of a Florida State LSU game that. I enjoyed every second of it because at moments they looked, they both looked good, and but most of the time they both looked horrendous, and yeah. I loved every second of it. Yeah, what really, what really turned it around was after LSU scored and cut it twenty four seventeen. 
Florida State was on the goal line. They were at like the one or two yard line and they pitched, they tossed it. And it's like, what are you doing? And, and the guy fumbled, the running, their running back fumbles it. And LSU goes from the, like the two yard line all the way down to score toward the ending, which they should not. And that's, that's the thing. Florida State needs to learn how to defend the sidelines. Oh my gosh, that was so horrible. But LSU's D line looks really, really good. Everything else is struggling. They, they, they're going to struggle this year. It's, it's not going to, it's not going to be the prettiest of seasons this year. One of my favorite things uh, going into that game was, you know, uh, someone put out Notre Dame fans are about to be very loud on Twitter even after that loss because they were 17-point underdogs going into it. Yeah. Really came up and put on a good performance. And, like, the tweet was, like, they're going to be very loud is if they went into that situation and then LSU loses as well. <laughs> Notre yeah. Dame fans are going to be very loud. <laughs> and they were. <laughs> Notre Dame fans were very, very loud. Brian Kelly is uh, he is not held in high regard no. <laughs> when no. it comes to the Notre Dame fans. So. No, that game was uh, the way Shane put it was the right way to put it, where it's like both both teams looked horrendous at times. Uh, but you know what the downside is, even though they both look, got like looked horrendous. I was talking to Tyler and, and Nick about this earlier. Um, Florida State legitimately guys could be you know will probably be four and zero or five and zero. Yeah, based yeah, on they, their yeah, schedule. Based on their schedule. Yeah, like, I agree. D- like, based on their schedule, like I just don't see how it's not going to happen. Like I say four or five and zero because it just kind of depends on that fifth game, but at least probably four and zero. Uh, Let's see, they're at Louisville this weekend. No, next on the 16th. That's 10 days from now. That's next uh, Thursday, I believe. Um, Nope, next Friday. Uh, Then the 24th, they play Boston College at home. They didn't look good. And they didn't look good at all. I think they – who they lose to? Was it for – Oh crap! It's on the tip of my tongue too, and I can't remember who they lost to. Yeah, I'll pull it up. And then, the, and then, then the meat of their schedule really comes up. They got to play Wake Forest, North Carolina State, and Clemson all in a row. Yep. That's gonna that's gonna be the brutal. Uh, that's gonna be the brutal three game stretch. And then, um, and Rutgers the, is who they play. Georgia Tech and Miami. So yeah, it's yeah. If if I'm if I'm looking at their schedule right now, at worst, at, we'll see. I see here one two. At worst, I see them going seven and five. At worst, maybe six and six, but I, I think seven and five or eight and four looks good right now. Uh, just because if I if I were a betting man right now, um, I would <laughs> let's just see what North Carolina State does. But yeah, right now I'd yeah, I I'd, mean, I'd, I'd say I six and six, NC if not seven and five. Do what yeah, now? I'll put NC State as a win. Um, I mean, I know Alex has been. Uh, on their fan train, but I, I mean, I was last year, they looked really good last year, but I, I, I for some reason, man, after that, the game against ECU, um, even w- ECU should have easily won that game. I mean, just how it happened, they missed what four fucking field goals yeah. and had so many missed opportunities and they still only win by one point. Um, I, I can't see them competing in the ACC, let alone. Uh, even with Florida State or North Carolina, you know, or anybody really, um, I, they'll probably be a middle pack team. But yeah, I, I think Florida State will probably win that game. And then right after that, you hit up with Clemson, like uh, you said, and Georgia Tech, Miami, Syracuse, Louisiana, and with Florida. So like I see Florida being an L. I think Miami will be an L. Well, I don't know. I in theory it should be an L. But Miami has a wonderful ability of just laying the biggest egg mm-hmm. against fucking Florida State. It all it never never surprises me at this point. Uh, even with Clemson being the way they are, I think that would be an L personally. Uh, but yeah, neither neither of them look great. 
which, you know, I think that's good for everyone, honestly. At least everyone on this show. <laughs> you know, it's good for all of us. Uh, let's see. Any other college stuff you guys want to shout out and chat about? If not, we'll hop over to some brief NFL stuff here. Yeah, I'm good to hop on over. Yeah, yeah, we're, okay. we're good. Uh, the one thing I do want to throw out there real quick, because I saw this was uh, tweeted out here recently, and uh, I actually really like it. Uh, the Chicago Bears uh, released the updated death chart for our offensive line. I actually really like this. Uh, Tevin Jenkins has officially been moved to our right guard position. Uh, Larry Borum, who was like a late-round draft pick last year uh, alongside Tevin, he is now be starting at right tackle. Lucas Patrick, who we picked up, will be at center. Uh, Cody Whitehair is starting left guard. And our fifth-round rookie, who has not looked like a freaking rookie at all, Braxton Jones, will officially be our starting left tackle. So I actually like that. I actually like that a lot. Uh, I'm here for that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thoughts and expectations, boys, heading into week one of the NFL. We got some pretty solid games here in the lineup. You know, obviously kicking things off Thursday with Buffalo and, and the Rams. Going to be a good one there. Um, you know, some other matchups to kind of watch is, uh, you know, I, I like the Steelers-Bengals matchup personally. I, I'm going to look forward to see what both teams are going to do there. I think Bengals going to get that dub, but looking forward to that. Dolphins and Patriots, a lot of high expectations on the Dolphins. Obviously the big revenge game of the Browns and the Panthers. Shout out to Iggy. Uh, Colts and Texans looking forward to seeing what Matt Ryan and the Colts are going to do there. Uh, Texans defense is actually not bad. Uh, the Colts should easily take that game, but again, Colt, you know, we'll see how it goes. Packers Vikings will be a really good one. Bucks and Cowboys. Was that like the, was this like the second year in a row you guys have played? Right, week yes. one? Opening. Yep. Oh, okay. yeah. We, last year we were in Tampa Bay. And then of course, another revenge game, Broncos and Seahawks, both of Shane's teams going up against each other. Boys thoughts and expectations and uh, going into week one. We got a lot of good matchups. Raiders well, and uh, Chargers as well. Missed that one. Yeah, a lot of good matchups. My expectations for um, for week one is no matter what, I will not go 0-2 as far as my favorite teams. <laughs> um, and then That's on fair. the flip side of that, I am looking forward to the Green Bay and Vikings game, mostly because the receivers of Green Bay is a huge question mark. And as, you know, people know, they're probably my third, fourth team that I really pay attention to. Um, I've always been a Green Bay fan ever since Brett Favre. Shout out. Um, so I, I, I think those receivers are a huge question mark. If if Aaron Rodgers has, you know, can connect with them and make, make some plays, then I think Green Bay should win. Um, just strictly based on that defense. Um but I, I think if there's mistimings and miscues and interceptions or drop balls, um, Vikings will will win that game. Okay. What about you, Ricky? So uh, my Cowboys still do not have a backup quarterback. So I'm very, I am very, I'm sweating over here, guys. I'm very concerned. <laughs> Why do kicker. we not have? We don't have a kicker, and we don't. We're just gonna be Pulaski Academy. That's all it is. We're, <laughs> we're gonna onside kick it with the punter. We're just, we're just, we're just gonna be a new Pulaski Academy NFL style, and it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great, y'all. We're just gonna make sure Tom Brady doesn't touch the ball at all. Uh, so yeah, I have no idea what the heck's going on in Dallas right now. So here, here is my thing right now. Right now, I am picking Dallas to lose Week One until we get a backup quarterback and a kicker. If we can get one of the, if we can get both, if we get at least a kicker, I'll be okay. But <laughs> imagine how Dak feels in there. It's like, he's just oh, like, it's like, where's the, the, where's the, where's the rest of the room? Exactly. It's like, where are they gonna put it? Well, Zeke might be able to throw the football a little bit. No, he cannot. He can barely run the ball. 
Anyways, so um, no, I am actually, like I said, looking forward to a lot of these matchups. So Steelers and Bengals, I think, are going to be a good one because your boy, Alex Mitchell, Mitchell, Mr. Mitchell Trubisky gets his start yep. this weekend. Yep. We're going to see how good the Steelers are going to be because they're going up against the Bengals who, who – who rightfully do have high expectations. I think that's going to yep. be definitely something um, to be on the lookout for. Patriots and Dolphins, I think, is going to be a good one to look out for. Yep. You know, is Tua ready for this? Uh, ready for this? Uh, ready to take over the AFC East? Which I don't like. I said I don't. I think the Bills are still going to win the AFC East, but True. I think Miami can give uh, some of these teams a run for their money. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, just looking down. Of course, uh, y'all mentioned the Packers and Vikings. I'm going to say the Chiefs and Cardinals as well. Because the Cardinals, if you guys remember last year, they started like what eight and zero, I believe, and then they just tanked the rest of the year. And so, yep. is it what what kind of what team are we going to get this weekend with the Cardinals? And of course, the Chiefs they're going to have new looks, but they're they're still going to be talented. They're just going to have new looks. They're and so it just like I said, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a typical week one in the NFL. It's definitely going to be one that's intriguing for sure. I think one of my matchups that I'm looking forward to the most, and of course, naturally, I would be because it's one of my squads, but I'm actually really looking forward to Jacksonville and Washington. That is a yeah. game that I'm really excited for. because I, Mostly, I just want to see how Jacksonville's going to do. Our, I feel like our defense, our first-team defense, has looked phenomenal in the preseason. I know it's preseason, but again, it's first-team versus first team. you know how I feel about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. I, this for him to be taken seriously – this year, he's going to have to make some kind of noise. He doesn't necessarily have to win a lot of games, yeah. but he does need to make a lot more noise than what he made last year. Of course, last year, no quarterback would have been able to go through what he had to go through last year for his first year. Having Urban Meyer as a head coach, then, mm -hmm. you know, it just going completely crappy uh, throughout, <laughs> throughout all year long. And so, and that's the thing, though, if you guys remember, you know, he and he even said himself, he's not used to losing. I don't think he lost a game in high school. And then, you know, between we, college and high school, I think he lost three games. May, yeah, three games, I think, is what he said. And so, yeah, and it just now, and of course, he lost way more than three games last year. So, yep. yeah, we'll see, we'll see how that goes for him. Uh, now, I would say the number one matchup that I'm pretty pumped to watch, though, is probably going to be uh, Vegas and LA Chargers. Uh, yeah, that's that, that one as well. Um, both teams have high expectations this year. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what that Chargers defense is going to look like. I, I think adding Khalil Mack and JC Jackson's massive. Cause like, you know, you're adding JC Jackson back there with Asante Samuel uh, jr. And then of course, Derwin James, who just got a massive contract extension, but then adding Khalil Mack up there to pass rush alongside Joey Bosa. I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's going to be nasty. And I, mm -hmm. that's something I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, I think Eagles are going to get a pretty good, a pretty good dub there against the Lions, but I am looking forward to seeing what the Lions are going to do though. Uh, that's one that I'm going to keep my eye on. Uh, there's only a couple of these matchups I really don't give a shit about. Like, you know, Giants and Titans don't give a single shred of a shit no. about that one. Ravens and Jets, nope. Ravens should watch that. I'm not even worried about it. Saints and Falcons really don't care. Falcons are going to stink this year. Sorry, Jeremy. And Saints are going to be average. Don't give a shit. But, uh, and, you know, San Francisco and, and the Bears, all I want to see is potential out of Justin. That's all I want. Show me that, and I'm good. If we lose, we lose. You know, but we got a lot of good matchups coming into this. Uh, I'm I'm pretty pumped up to jump into these games this weekend. Uh, starting on Thursday, of course, with Buffalo and the Rams. That's going to be a massive, massive matchup there. Really excited to watch that. Um, but yeah, a lot of good matchups. Um, any other uh, matchups you guys want to shout out, or if not, we can probably. Uh, what do you think? We can probably, we might can start getting into predictions now. I think. Well, uh, well, that or um, we did forget to uh, kick off with fantasy football. Yes, we uh, did. We, yeah, we did. We have. We did. Um, 
Yeah, let's chat about fantasy. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, chat about our fantasy teams, how we're feeling about it. Shane, how are you feeling about yours? You didn't even get to draft yours. You had problems. But how, I mean, how are you feeling about oh, your auto-drafted it's, team? It's this fucking... That was a fucking buyout from fucking yep. Yahoo. So Yahoo is now servicing att.net email, right? So in order to prevent, I guess hacking or whatever i found out that my shit wasn't hacked just yahoo just fucking locked everybody out of their att.net emails and sbcglobal.net emails just locked everybody out like if you could if, like if you failed one time to sign in you just got locked out Oof. um and then there was some confusion with the last name and uh we're not gonna go into it but i was able to get into my email finally two days after the draft but yes i couldn't draft so i was auto drafted well, so, how do you feel we'll about your auto draft team, though? Well, I'm more confident in it now that it's a PPR that I found out that it's a full PPR. Yep. Um, so that makes me more excited because I, in my opinion, I think I've got four wide receiver number ones. I mean, all four of my receivers could potentially be a receiver number one on a team. True. Um, so that's exciting. Other than that, uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, I've got him. I got I got him in the late rounds. Like I think. Um, we'll see how he does. Um, if the Eagles do what I think they can do and probably hopefully will do, um, and winning their division, he'll put up some good numbers for me. Um, especially with having AJ Brown now. Um, other than that, my only real question marks really, in my opinion, are my tight end spot. Um, which I think I've got a, uh, no, actually, I think I've got a good starter, but I don't, don't have a backup. Um, and but ready and my running backs are questionable, but running backs are the deepest position in the league right now, so yeah, we'll see. Now, your team doesn't look bad. I mean, you're you're right about the receiver thing because uh, dude's got over here Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, CD Lamb, Mike Evans, and you got Lazard on the bench, Ayuk on the bench as well. I mean, like, you're stacked at receiver, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, I believe you also had the best draft grade, did with an A minus. I was the only one to get him to get an A. What about uh, what about you, Ricky? How are you feeling about your team? With uh, your team name, Ricky, won't get last I place. I won't get last place. Damn it! All right, unless all my <laughs> players get. That's how it usually works with fantasy football. Like I'll get this kick-ass team, and all of a sudden I'll get like injuries left and right, like last year. So, anyways, no, I'm I'm actually feeling all right about mine. Um, of course, you know, I I, I drafted Justin Jefferson first. Um, of course, you know, I was you know where I was at as far as in the draft goes. I you know I always strategize. You know how I'm going to do my picks and everything like that. And so, um, especially especially with okay. Do I want to start off with the receivers? Do I want to go running back heavy? Which one do I want to do? Um, that's always been one, one of my biggest keys just for the simple fact is running backs really kill me. But uh, Najee Harris at running back, uh, I'm really, really high on Kyle Pitts as a tight end. I I've, I love Kyle Pitts. I, I think he's he's probably going to be. Dude, he was one that I wanted to snag. When Kelsey when Kelsey retires, he will be the best tight end in the league, and he'll be the he'll be the one that's going to get snagged up. And then somehow I got Patty Mahomes in the fourth. Now, I want to under I want people to understand why I snagged. Usually, I don't snag a quarterback till late. I usually wait till about the sixth, seventh, or eighth round, depending on what kind of a, what kind of a, um, a league it is, if we have a defense or if we don't have a defense or if we have defense and a kicker, whatever the case may be. So I just just I just want to throw this out there because I did ask him. But let me see if I can find it. But here's the thing. 
I asked Brad why he drafted a quarterback in the first round of the draft. That's <laughs> true. And I'm like, Brad, and he, and I said, Brad, not only do you have three quarterbacks that you drafted, but you drafted Josh Allen in the first round. He didn't realize he drafted Josh Allen in the first round. I think he was, t- he said he was talking through it, and all of a sudden, uh, he had Josh Allen all of a sudden. So it was, yeah, I think it was just one of those deals. And then the rest of them, were uh were dead. So yeah, so my quarterback strategy kind of changed a little bit because I wanted a I wanted a good quarterback, which you could have went you could have went the top ten and still had a good quarterback, but I still wanted um I still wanted a good quarterback. And of course, you know, if Patrick Mahomes is able to be Patrick Mahomes, you know, we'll be just fine. But I like I said, I I like my guys Leonard Fournette, Cam Akers, Mike Williams, David Montgomery, Mark Cooper, Marquise Brown. I have Kyler Murray as my backup, even though I don't really trust him all that much. Uh, same frame with my defense. Christian Kirk, Devontae Smith, and Tyler Lockett rounds up mine. So I feel I feel okay about mine. I just we just we gotta stay healthy. We gotta stay healthy this year. I got a very terrible well, draft and, uh, rate. I ain't even mad about it. Real though. quick, just uh, uh, if you don't mind, real quick. Um somehow I was able to draft maybe the two top defenses in the league this year. <laughs> So I'll just keep them all year, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Trade value, <laughs> exactly. No, I got a, I got a D plus for my draft grade, but I feel like my team is actually pretty solid. I feel like your team sucks. All right, I'm just- I like my team. You need to calm down. <laughs> I like my team, bro. Then again, you know I say that most years. No, I'm re- I'm a realist. I go into it at years, and I'm just like, yeah, I didn't. I don't really care. This played out. But there's there's various things about this team that I really like came out. You know, quarterback wise, uh, you know, I waited till literally the very the very end. I always do. I, I don't ever snag them high. Um, you know, very very rarely will I snag them high. So I got like Derek Carr, and just on the chance that he's going to be a guy, I snagged Justin Fields. I think he was like my last pick. I think I snagged Justin Fields with one of my. I think the first draft I right. did this year, I think I I think I snagged him late. Yeah, for tight ends, I, I've got. Kelsey and Kittle, they just both fell in my lap. So I said, yeah, sure, why not? They got separate bye weeks, so sure. You know, it's going to be that, both. That, that does play out pretty well. I mean, in Kelsey's case, like he's going to be the number one weapon in KC, in my opinion. You can't change my mind on that. I mean, no. if people want to turn to, you know, Sky Moore, the rookie, or, you know, Juju, I'm like, no, it's going to be Kelsey. Like, he's going to be getting a lot of targets, and Kittle's going to be a reception freak. You know, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, which that one's just like, hey, we'll see how it goes. Jalen Waddle's going to be a reception machine. Uh, Keenan Allen, he's got, you know, Mike Williams and a couple other weapons, but I still think Keenan Allen's going to get a lot of looks. J.K. Dobbins is like, we'll see how it goes. St. Brown for Detroit, we'll see how it goes. Mooney, we'll see how it goes. Antonio Gibson. Well, the the tragic thing that happened worked out better for Antonio Gibson. That was obviously not planned. It's just like, hey, yeah. you know, Antonio Gibson was there. And then uh, Drake London, which I'm, I have high expectations for Drake London as a rookie. Not like he's going to be some superstar his rookie year, but I think he's going to be solid. I like my team personally. You know, I got a D plus, but whatever. I like it. You know, I'm here to roll with it. Uh, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see how some of these guys go. You know, some of these are just like gut feelings. Like, hey, I think, you know, we'll see how it goes though. My gut feelings on the fantasy have been wrong plenty of times before. <laughs> I mean, last season, me and Tyler would do fantasy sits and starts on Sundays. We tweeted out. And uh, let's say we, we stopped that pretty quick. <laughs> Speaking of three quarterbacks, um, at least he's not the only one. Iggy also has three quarterbacks. Yeah, Josh so, did too. What the hell? You know? Yeah. He's, uh, I think it was Josh. Yeah, he does. He's got Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, and Baker Mayfield. (laughs) (laughs) He's got three Panthers. You can tell he's a Panthers fan. If you're watching, I'm sorry, man. I'm just speaking real here. It's like Tyler. Whenever Tyler does fantasy football, he drives 
basically everyone from the Buffalo Bills. Oh, he tries, dude. We had uh, a couple fantasy leagues where he had, you know, Stephon Diggs, whatever, and, uh, you know, he, he didn't have Josh Allen, and, man, it killed him. All we, He tried to trade for Josh Allen, I think, every minute of the day. He would try to trade for it. Uh, but uh, the guy that had him, you know, he would be willing to trade Josh Allen, but the reason he didn't was another guy in the fantasy league, you know, that knew Tyler, told him no matter what you get, do not trade him Josh Allen just to be, just yep. to torture yep. him. And he's just like, I bet. <laughs> I remember the first diamond oh, hands yeah. all year. And then real quick, how who is uh St- is who is Stafford infection? Uh Stafford infection, that's uh that's our defending champion. Uh that's my that's yeah, my guy I, Nate. I, yeah, I know he won the league last year because it popped up. Yeah. How did he not get an A plus? His team is loaded, dude. Bro. He all he drafts so he drafted so well last year, and once Aaron again, Rod- he's got such a good draft. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Zach Ertz, um, Saquon Barkley, Deontay Johnson, AJ Dillon, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, um, a New England running back that I'm not gonna even try to pronounce his name, um, and then Chris Godwin and James Robinson. Like his team is freaking stacked i know um <laughs> nate drafts so well man yeah, I think, nate, if, I think if that's you have me watching i think that's ramadre stevenson is how you pronounce his name yeah ramadre stevenson yeah that guy dude it's that dude nate drafted super well last year and he did the same thing man like he's got he's got one two three four five players in a starting lineup that are that are top 10 in, in their position yep like nuts According to the draft summary, he really got hit hard with the tight end because, like I said, he, he didn't really have a, a great – but, I mean, no one's going to get a great tight end unless you just draft, you know, the top three or four and then it's done after that, basically. Yeah. Kelsey, um, Kittle, Andrews, and uh, Waller. After that, it's just like, yeah, you got B-pluses from here. <laughs> then, of course, week 14, he has one, two, three, four, four players on their bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there are, that's week 14, and there was a couple other things. Um, his strength of schedule was the second easiest, which, I mean, that should have really helped him. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't understand how he didn't get an A. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, but yeah. Stacked-ass team, dude. Um, all right. Uh, you guys ready to get into some predictions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get after it. So, um, like I said earlier, uh, college football predictions are now up uh, on Run Your Pool. So you can uh, make your picks and get them submitted. Uh, I believe the setting is going to be for you need to have them set by Saturday at noon. Uh, All games need to be selected. Uh, Now, there is one game being played on Thursday that we have here. So make sure to get that in. Uh, all right, let's start running through it, boys. Um, so I've got mine pulled up here so I can make the picks as we go. Uh, all right, kicking things off. Oregon State and Fresno State. Hey, shout out to the Beavs, baby. They look good this weekend <clears throat> against Boise State. Let's go, Beavs. I'm, uh, that's who I'm rocking with. I'm rocking with the Beavs, baby. Let's get it. I like it. I've got Fresno State. Okay, all right. Um, I'm rocking with the Beavs as well. There you go. Let's go, Beavs. Uh, next up, we have a nice rivalry here. Iowa State and Iowa. Who are you guys rocking with here? Iowa has won, I think, the last six, if my memory is correct. Um, they this this team they always play a close game. I don't think there's been a blowout for a while. 
I think Iowa State gets it done this year. Not because Iowa looked so horrible last weekend, but I, I just I don't think they're as good of a team this year as Iowa State. I've got Iowa State. Okay. But you, Shane? I as well got Iowa State. I turned into their game here and there. They look pretty good, um, with all said, you know. But yeah. Um and I am gonna include because Iowa State look I mean, Iowa looked so bad last week. Um wait, is it Iowa State and Iowa and more on I just trust tripping balls? No, you're you're on the right game. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm right. I'm tripping. Sorry. Yeah, um yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Iowa State. I think I'm going to be the oddball here. I'm going to go with Iowa. I think that special teams and defense is what's going to get that dub for them. Uh, next up, Virginia and Illinois. Uh, I, I, was, I liked following Virginia last year. I liked their quarterback, Armstrong, and I like following this, this Illinois team, so I wanted to throw them in there. How are you guys feeling about it? I don't um, know. <laughs> I'm going to rock yeah. Illinois at home. Uh, I'm the one that put this game in. I'm going I'm to do Illinois at home. I'll start it. You know, Brett Brett Bielma kind of disappointed me with losing to Indiana. Um, game, but Virginia is not going to be that much better than what Indiana was, so hopefully he can turn around. I'll 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 go with Brett. I'll go with Illinois. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to ride with Illinois as well. Uh, next up, Missouri and Kansas State. Uh, Missouri had a slow start against L.A. Tech. I tuned into a little bit of that game, uh, but then they kind of turned it on from there, and Kansas State is looking uh, pretty decent as well with their Nebraska transfer, Adrian Martinez. How you guys feeling on this game? I've got Kansas State. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go Kansas State because uh, at this time, at this point in time, I've got to go with the experience and Adrian Martinez. He's been in college football for about 15 years, um, so <laughs> yeah. you know, at this point, um, I'm sure he's playing with a, a grandson or something like that as a well. Grandson. Um, we might may have to wa- roster check that just oh, to be man. sure. So I want to go with the experience in Kansas State. You know, I was leaning Missouri, but just because that, we're going Kansas State. Uh, next up, you boys' game. South Carolina at Arkansas. How you guys feeling? Uh, South Carolina did not look good. Spencer did not look no, good. No, he's one. he's even with the even with the trouble that we're gonna have, he's not gonna be able to do um, what he what he did the other day. It's it's just not gonna happen. Um, South Carolina. And it's, here's the thing: Spencer could throw the ball all he wants to. South Carolina did not even run the ball for a hundred yards. I think they ran for like 70 yards the other day. They're not a very good running team, and they can't stop the run. Arkansas on a blowout. Arkansas on a blowout. Yeah, I think right now what I looked at it uh, yesterday, maybe this morning, we were an eight-point favorite. Uh, I'm Which is disrespectful, say, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at least going to pick at least Arkansas about 14 right here. Um, I, I just think, uh, South Carolina, don't get me wrong. I think South Carolina has potential of being good. Um, you know, they're kind of like this, nobody knows what they are kind of team. Um, I've always liked South Carolina in, in a sense. I've never had any issues with them. Maybe because they've been uh, pretty much a, uh, a punching bag for Arkansas typically when we play them. Because the only memories I have of playing South Carolina is DMAC running for 400 yards on them, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, I'm going to go Arkansas. I'm locking in Arkansas as well. Uh, next up, we have USC at Stanford. Give me the Trojans in this one. Stanford has won, I think, five of the last six home games against USC. Yep. But this Stanford team is not going to beat USC. This Stanford team, this Stanford program is not near where it needs to be um, to beat this USC team. I've got USC. Okay. I as well got USC. 
Um, only reason why I kind of put this game in there, um, I mean, there wasn't a lot of games to choose from, is really this game or the Louisville game. Um, but, I mean, just as it being a conference game, um, and honestly, yeah, just going back to hell, the Andrew Luck days of seeing those two teams just bash heads and how right. good of a game it was. I know this probably is not going to be like that, but, yeah, I'm going to go USC. Okay. Uh, next up, Wake Forest at Vandy, which before that breaking news, I feel like it was going to be a lot more interesting game. I feel like Sam Hartman's going to change that game drastically. Like, give me Wake Forest. Before that, I might have flirted with uh, and for the orgy. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to rock with Wake Forest with Sam Hartman coming back. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I yeah, had I see that on my – on my run pool or whatever the the pick things that we're doing, I had Vandy picked. Um, but since Ham, Sam Hartman's going to be back, I think it'll be a slow first half. But as in the day, Sam Hartman is is going to make the difference in this game, and Wake Forest is going to win it. Vanderbilt wins oh. this game. <laughs> oh, here we go. Vanderbilt wins <laughs> this game, forty-five to thirty-five. Vanderbilt. Whoa, we got even got a score. High oh, scoring game. Oh shit. Forty-five thirty-five. Vanderbilt's going to be four and zero. I want to see four and zero when they go against Alabama, and I want to see them on CBS, <laughs> even though it's probably not going to happen. But hey, I, I am. I'm telling you, I'm really hyped. I don't care that they played Elon a close game, which they were already up by three touchdowns before they put in their fourth string anyway, so it really didn't even matter. It's Elon. No one cares about Elon. They're even ranked higher than what North Dakota was when North Dakota played uh, Nebraska the other day. Yes, I'm going for my Commodores. Go Vanderbilt. <laughs> Vanderbilt wins this game. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next up, Appalachian State at Texas A&M. Ricky, I'll let you start. You're the one that put this game in there. <laughs> I wanted to pull the trigger on this game so bad. Do it. Texas, pull, pull the trigger. <laughs> Texas A&M played Sam Houston State, and they only scored 31 points against Sam Houston State. I don't care that Sam Houston State. They're not this. They're not the same. They're not the same FCS powerhouse that they were two, three years ago. They're they're just not. They're just not there. But Appalachia State didn't really look good until the fourth quarter. They're not. But here's the thing. They're not going to be able to throw the ball over the field like they did against uh, who they played the other day. North Carolina. North Carolina. They're not going to be able to do that. They're not going to be able to do that against North Carolina. So I really hope I'm wrong because I really think Texas A&M is highly overrated, but I'm not going to pull the trigger on this one. I'm going to stick with Texas A&M. I am as well. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm just going to be setting up, uh, you know, undefeated teams with Arkansas and Texas A&M here in the next two weeks. Um, but, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm going to have State. Oh, that's spicy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say you're going to App State? He did. Oh, I did. I, I'm, I'm rooting for it, Shane. I'm rooting for it, Shane. <laughs> I'm going to App State. Fuck the record. I want to see <laughs> Texas A&M be exposed for the team that they are. Mediocre. Also, Mediocrity is their name. It's their university. Let's go App State. Also, Shane, I want to point something out. You said that you want... Uh, you have that hope that Texas A&M is going to be undefeated going into Arkansas game, right? Yeah, but then I said it's not going to happen because I'm going to App State. Okay, but I also want to point out that means that you want them to beat Miami in week three, so you need to fucking cool your jets and relax, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Next week, baby. Miami. I, you, Miami I, can, I know what game's gonna be on the, I know what game's gonna be picked for next week. Texas A <laughs> yeah. and Miami. You might hey. as well go ahead and put it on there for week three. I mean it's gonna be on there, boys. You fucking know it. It Should might be it might be our week. it might be our game of the week, you know. I, look, when it comes to our game of the week, so I'm gonna try to avoid our favorite teams, but I feel like you know, we can all get one. You know, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes we, you yeah, just got to put some, it in there. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's I mean, part it's part to. of it. I mean, like, you know, week four, Arkansas and Texas A&M might be game of the week. Yeah, I mean, we'll, it's, it's, we'll see when yeah, we get we'll there. See. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see when we get there. Uh, anyway. Let's wait until, you know, let's wait until it's, you know, 5-0 and or 4-0 and <laughs> Right, Arkansas yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama, okay? Right. Uh, let's 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 we all know Vandy's not gonna beat Alabama. <laughs> Very true. Hey, hey, I didn't say Vandy was gonna beat Alabama. I just want them to be four and zero going against Alabama. Because be I actually want people. Matchup. I actually want them. To, I actually want people to pay attention to Vanderbilt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, Vanderbilt's not gonna get last in the SEC hey, this year. That's gonna be Missouri. They're gonna start off undefeated. It's like new new logo, new them. You know. <laughs> and they all. I think they're. I think it's is it them or Kentucky that do? No, I think it is. Vanderbilt is doing a renovation on their stadium before too long. Yep. And I know Kansas is too. So some of these terrible teams are actually going to get renovations on their stadium. That's well, hilarious. There you go. Uh, next one, Tennessee and Pitt. Um, Pitt shocked me. Yeah, week one. I watched that game, had a great time watching it. But I think I'm going to rock with uh, the you know with Tennessee on this one. I'm feeling, I'm feeling Tennessee. This is a revenge game. I think last year Pittsburgh beat Tennessee at Tennessee, if, if, if my memory is correct. Um, I'm also gonna go with. T- I, I'm riding real high on Tennessee this year. I, I'm I'm really high on Tennessee uh, right now, and I'm I'm gonna stick with them. Yeah, I mean Tennessee. Uh, I definitely agree. They're definitely a top three team in the East. Um, they're gonna be contending. Um, it's just a matter if they can beat Georgia, which right now how Georgia played this past week, no one's gonna do that. But I am gonna go Tennessee because I I think they're just far and beyond better right now. Okay, next up we have Houston at Texas Tech. And honestly, this is a game that I, I wasn't really paying attention to until, Ricky, you put it in there to be one of the, and I started looking at the game. I'm actually really excited to watch this game this weekend. I, I, Texas Tech is a lot better than, than people realize. That I'll say that. And then Houston's also, you know, a pretty solid squad. Um, so I really don't know where to go on this one. Uh, how are you guys kind of feeling on it? So Texas Tech right now is a three point favorite, and it, it is it is in Lubbock. It's uh, excuse me, it is in Lubbock. Um, however, it just here's the thing though. I just by watching Houston, Houston has uh, they're pretty fast. Yep, they're they're, they're pretty fast. Um, I think I'm going to stick with Houston. I'm going to ride with Houston on this game. Yeah, I watched some of their game this past weekend. Uh, who they play again? Uh, UTSA. Yeah, UTSA. Yeah, even though I went with UTSA in that game, um, just kind of I, I thought they were the better team, but you know, Houston showed out. I mean, I know it was a close game, and they just Triple had one better play. That. But that hey, that's all it takes to win a game is to have one better play than the other team. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think I think I'm gonna stick with Houston. I think I'm going to be the oddball. I think I'm going to rock with Texas Tech on this one. I think I'm going to rock with Tech. After doing some some reading on this, after because, you know, again, I looked at the game, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go with Houston. I started looking at it, I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> I, I think I like Texas Tech in this game, but I think it's going to be a very, very close game. Uh, Baylor at BYU. I'm going to go with Baylor just because I still think BYU is horribly overrated. So before people go all over and say, well, BYU put 50 on South Florida last week, let me just remind you, South Florida – Won Stinks. two games last year. They won one the year before, and I don't think they won any 
in 2019, if my memory is correct. I'd have to go back and look they at that. Stink. So here's the thing. Playing South Florida is like playing Hawaii. Go Baylor. Hey, yo. Wow. Sorry, man. Oh, I had to throw that I in know, there. I know. I'm sorry, man. It really is. Hawaii is just, I know. It's just horrible. They're, they're just terrible, man. I know. They're, they're, they're just terrible. South Florida, according to CBS, was ranked 110th to start off the year, which is actually worse than where they put Hawaii. Fade Hawaii for the rest of the year. Yeah, Hawaii, yeah Hawaii's done. Sorry, Hawaii. Even Hawaii. if it is a minus 51 right now with Michigan, take that minus 51, put a couple bucks on it or whatever. Fade Hawaii. <laughs> Fade hey, Hawaii. Hey, they had Hawaii better than South Carolina in this poll. Goodness gracious. They went way. Oh, my gosh. CBS, you're killing me, man. Shane, what did you what did you pick there? I didn't hear you. Um, Am I, am I muted? Hello? No, we can hear you. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, as much as I would like to see BYU, BYU win, um, to where it's more escalated when Arkansas plays them and yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, I I very well could have Baylor in my Final Four True. Uh, for the playoff. Um, I'm gonna go Baylor. Okay. Yeah, and of course, not to mention when we travel to BYU, we have Texas A&M and Alabama two week back to back weeks before we go to BYU. So that t- that game's gonna be tough regardless. Uh, next up, we have Alabama at Texas, which is where college game day will be. This game's not even going to be close. Why is college game day wasting their time going to Texas? You, you're better off going to Hawaii. I mean, who's Hawaii playing this week? Michigan. At Michigan. Uh, you, you're better off going to Michigan wow. and having Michigan-Hawaii Listen, be your college you need game to stop, day. you need to stop beating oh my Hawaii right gosh, now. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, man. I'm just saying you're better. <laughs> okay, here. Let me pick on somebody. Let me just pick on somebody. You're better off going to Fresno State for the Beavers and the Bulldogs, all right? You're better go off Beavs. Go, you're, you're better off on that than what you are. Why are they going? I don't understand this. Why would you waste your time going on a college game day to freaking Texas? Number one, it's going to be hot as hell. Number two, it's going to be humid <laughs> as hell. Number three, there's not anything in Texas. It's flat. It's crappy. It's horrible. Bama rolls by 30. I want the record to be known. A Dallas Cowboys fan is the one saying this. I'm just saying the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys is the only good thing that's going for them. This is Austin. <laughs> it's totally different. That ain't that ain't much. Shut um, your anyways, mouth. <laughs> um, I've got three syllables for you. Alabama. Um, that's not three syllables. It's gonna be. A, I don't think that's three. Alabama. That's four syllables, my man. You know, unless you put Bama, unless you put, Bama, <laughs> unless you put, unless you're just like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna put Bama as one. Yeah, but that's that's four <laughs> syllables, man. But hey, that's okay. <laughs> Give me Alabama. Um, well. You know, yeah, it, I mean, it's gonna be a blowout. I mean, um, I, I, what's the spread on this game right now? Twenty. Yeah, I can. They're gonna out. win by forty. So, yeah, go Quinayers. <laughs> uh, he's spend a lot of time on his back to, uh, this weekend. Yeah, it is twenty. Yeah, minus twenty Alabama right now. Yeesh. God damn. Yeah. Good luck, college game day on that one. All right, now we're off to our three game of the weeks. Um, hard pick for two of these. Had a very had a literally it came down to the wire. Like I'm talking like right before Ricky got over here, I was still picking what these games were gonna be. Uh, FCS game of the week. So one that I did look at quite a bit, and it was one that you pitched as well. You, you know, it was Delaware State and Delaware. But I looked I at that, that game. Here. I don't see that on the pick list. No, I, I ended up not going with it. Oh, okay. Uh, mostly because of one reason. That rivalry started 10 years ago. Delaware is 10-0. and 0. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Delaware is like 10th ranked in the FCS right now. Delaware State's nowhere near ranked. 
the spread on it was pretty big, so I decided not to go with that one. Instead, I decided to go with a game that had double Arkansas ties for both you guys. Maybe tie out your heartstrings a little bit. We got Tennessee Martin and Missouri State. Missouri State, of course, having Bobby Petrino there for you guys to kind of pick on. But also, shout out to UT Martin. They're starting running back. Zach Wallace from Benton, who put up yep. three TDs this past weekend and like 180 yards, I think, or 150, I could be wrong. Uh, but he he played pretty well last year. He got like 850 yards last year with uh, double-digit TDs. He played pretty well in that first game for Tennessee Martin, uh, racking up three TDs on the ground. Uh, you know, this, this Both these teams are ranked pretty high in the FCS. Missouri State, I think, up in like the top five. Tennessee Martin, I think, in the – and I think like number 13 is sticking out to me. So I feel like a good FCS game of the week. How are you guys feeling on this game? So right now, Missouri State is seventh. Yeah. Tennessee Martin is 14th. Um, it's at Missouri State. Yep. Um, I'm just going to toss up and say the home team. I UT think- Martin did beat Missouri State end of last year. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Missouri State. I'm gonna rock UT Martin. Let's get it. Now, to add on to what you were saying with the Arkansas ties, we also Missouri State does have a Cincinnati transfer who also transferred from Arkansas to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. um, receiver Jordan Jones. Um, if you remember him, he was pretty much the only bright side um, when Arkansas was shitty. Um, so, and then, of course, by Petrino, yada, yada. I hope, I hope Wallace plays well. Um, but I am going to go Missouri State. Okay. And FBS game of the week, we have Kentucky and Florida. I think this is going to be an awesome game. It should be. This, I'm, this I'm should excited be, for this This should game. be, if, if, even if you're not a, I mean, of course, of course, I know, Alex, you haven't watched near as much college football uh, as much me and Shane has, obviously, yep. but if even if you're not a college football fan, this is the this is a game you're going to want to see. This is definitely yep. going to be. Kentucky got a very slow start the other day. Um, which is which is which is, does have a little bit of concern uh, just right there, but their their defense um, is going to be every bit, you know, they're going to be as just you know their their, their defense is going to be on up there as far as with, when it comes to the SEC goes and everything like that. I'm wanting to say Kentucky won this game last year and it was extremely close. Yeah, it was. And Florida was not that good last year. Uh, Florida being in the swamp, coming off a win against Utah, um, I really want to roll with the Gators. Just because um, that the, they had a better win, but I'm gonna roll with Kentucky. I've got Kentucky winning this game. Shane. Um. Yeah. I mean, Florida. I think in general is probably gonna be more talented. Um. But at the end of the day, Kentucky's more of a well put together team. Um. Mark Stoops has done a great job putting down that. Uh. Putting together that team. Um, even though I extremely dislike him uh, because of his coffee choices, they do have a very good quarterback in Will what, Levis. What? Uh, um, I'll, I'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> That's going to tie into my pick. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so I, I am going to go with Kentucky to beat the Gators in the swamp and repeat beating them two years in a row for the first time in God knows how long. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, for me, easy pick. Go on Florida because Will Levis does never deserve to win another college game for the rest of his career because he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. In that, his okay, that is gross. Yeah. That, that is gross. He, Absolutely there was, disgusting. There was, there was even a video of it where he put the mayo in the coffee and drank it like right there to prove it. That's his thing. He puts mayo in coffee. Okay, so, so because the, of that, he he deserves to lose every so game. So I had – there was a guy that you that uh, my step-grandmother uh, used to watch him foster care. This was years ago um, when I was a kid. And his his favorite thing to eat was a double-decker mayonnaise sandwich. And oh. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, I like mayonnaise, but not that much. I'm, of course, I'm not a man. I'm like Miracle Whip better, but – the fake mayonnaise, but that's just disgusting. No. Oh, man. Mayonnaise and coffee. No, thank you. And then, of course, t- capping things off for the week, we have our terrible game of the week, and I want the record to be known. I had a very tough struggle on. So the point for a terrible game of the week is to pick two bad teams going up against each other, and that's our game, right? I, last week was a meme because of how the terrible game started with UConn, and it was two Connecticut teams, so it made sense. That was a gimme game. I very heavily debated doing another gimme game just because like I'm all about a good joke. I'm all about things coming full circle. And our terrible game of the week was almost Hawaii and Michigan and giving everyone a freebie because of how bad Hawaii's been. But t- I asked Tyler, I was like, should I do bad versus bad or a meme? And he said, you already did your meme. You got to go bad versus bad. So that's what we're doing. We have uh, Middle Tennessee State and Colorado State for our game of the week. To give you guys some points on this, they both only scored seven points last week. Uh, one of them allowed 44 points last week. One of them allowed 51. Uh, Mid-10 State only got 120 yards. Uh, meanwhile, Colorado State only got 220 yards last week. Uh, currently, Colorado State is favored 55% to 44%. Uh, and the spread is ne- uh, minus 7.5 for Colorado State. So I try, you know, when it comes to these bad games, these terrible, I try to find two bad teams that are also where it's going to be a com- competitive game. You know what I mean? Um, cause like I looked at, uh, UTEP and New Mexico state, but New Mexico, uh, New Mexico state should get their shit wrecked. That should be UTEP getting that dub pretty easy. So I try to keep these terrible games of two bad teams where the game could at least be somewhat competitive. Uh, I'm a rock Colorado state on this one. Yeah. Let's see. Colorado state. They played Michigan, I believe. Yep. Lost 51 to seven and they lost big and middle time. Tennessee state lost to James Madison, 44 to seven. So, just to, just to be clear, um, James Madison was an FCS powerhouse before they moved up to the FBS level, yep. which so that that really does not surprise me. Middle Tennessee State is they're they're terrible. They're they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going Colorado State. Yeah, I'm as well going Colorado State. Um, even though when Arkansas was at their worst, we beat them somehow. So there's that. But yeah, I'm going Colorado State. All right, hopping over to NFL, boys. We'll wrap up the show beautifully. Uh, Thursday Night Football, Buffalo and the Rams. How you guys feeling on it? I've got the Rams, I think, with them coming off the Super Bowl. Um, that, but this is one of two losses I have for Buffalo this this, this year. I, I don't have Buffalo losing very many games. True. Would not surprise me if Buffalo came down uh, to L.A. to beat them. Uh, would not surprise me one bit. But I think with them, like I said, the Super Bowl hype coming in, uh, first game after the Super Bowl, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull the Rams this week. Give me the Rams. Uh, you know I may get a good pat on the back from old Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Bills. Good pick though. Good pick. Uh, going to our noon games. Uh, let's kick things off with San Fran and Chicago. How we feeling? I've got Chicago. Ooh. I I just don't as much as people want to pull for Trey Lance. Um, we're, we're going to find out if he's ready or not. 
I mean, that's just that's just point blank. It is the NFL. Uh, but I did say that I've got Chicago. I've got. I, I said I had Chicago weeks ago. Whenever we did the yeah the schedule. So yeah, I've, I've got Chicago. I will go with Chicago, even though it would not. I, I there's a part of me that really wants to go to go San Fran. Uh, but my thing is when I watched that preseason game of Houston and San Fran, Houston bottled Trey Lance up, and I feel yeah. like if Chicago's defense can do the same thing, we can get a dub. So I'm gonna rock with Chicago. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's really going to gonna be who whose young quarterback's going to perform better. Um, and I think Justin Fields in a, is in a better position right now to perform better. Um, but I've got to see it from that offensive line protecting True. Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, he was and I just, running. I believe in I, I believe in San Francisco's defense is a little too much. Um, I'm going to go fair. San Fran. That, that's that's fair. That is fair. Uh, next up, Jacksonville at Washington. Give me the Jags, baby. Duval. That's who I got. I've got Jacksonville. Let's get it. I've got Jacksonville as well. Hell yeah. But um, I'm looking to see if um, 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 Wentz, how he plays. Um, and if he does play bad, you know, maybe three picks, you know, in the game. Uh, you know, we see uh, how some how it does. Uh, if he gets that chance to come in, because that's what I want to see, me personally. But, yeah, Duval. Uh, next up, uh, Vegas and the Chargers. How we feeling? Let's go Chargers. Bolt up, baby. Yeah. yeah. I, I, go ahead, Shane. Yeah. I'd, uh, as much as I would like to see Vegas win, um, I, I just think talent-wise, the Chargers are better, and I think that defense could very well be a top-five defense this year. Um, I've got to go Chargers. I'm gonna slightly disagree that they have more talent. They do have younger talent, and they are very, very good. Um, I've got the Raiders winning the division. I have them losing this game, but I think, um, I think when it's all said and done, I think Vegas is gonna be a better team toward the end of the year. Cool. So yeah, I'll ride with the Chargers this week. Saints and Falcons. <laughs> the Saints. Yep. Saints. The Falcons aren't going to win a game this. Yeah. They might win two all year. Uh, Pittsburgh and Cincy. Give me Cincy. Yeah, I've got, I've got Cincy as well. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh. Oh. Pittsburgh's got too many questions. And when's the last time Mitchell Trubisky won a football game as a starting quarterback? Last time he was in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll just. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll take Joe Burrow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincy. I mean. Right now, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's all that needs to be said. Philadelphia and Detroit. Give me Philly. Let me see who I have. I think I have Philly. Yep, I do. I have Philly as well. Yeah, I'm going Philly. Um, I still like, like I said, I still like them to win their division. Um, I, I think the pieces they brought in, I think adding uh, Davis and adding Dean, adding A.J. Brown, um, significantly upgrades this team. Um, I still know there is question marks. Um, I think Detroit will make this a game. Um, I would not be surprised if it's close in the fourth quarter, um, but I am going to go Eagles. Okay. Uh, New England and Miami. Give me the Dolphins on this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. I th- I just I don't think New England's there yet. Same. Baltimore and Jets. All right, Baltimore, moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Should we even – should should we yep. even you know no, should we no. even talk about the no. Jets? Even though Zach Wilson may start this week, you know, go Zach Wilson. Yeah, there you go. Uh, BYU right. Mormon geek. Anyway, Cleveland 
and Carolina. Are we filling the revenge game? Or is Baker going to, quote, fuck them up? He should. He should. This Carolina team, I think, is a little more talent than what we give them credit for. But, yeah, I've got a – uh, I, I've got Carolina winning this game. I just this is just one of those deals. I think Baker just goes off. Okay, I'm rock, sh- I if, think if, I'll rock. With and Carolina. if he doesn't, I will not pick him to ever win a game ever again. I don't care if he's going against. I'm gonna double up on that. <laughs> I, I, I don't care if, if he's going against the Chicago Bears. Wow. The Vanderbilt Commodores. Wow. Hawaii. Wow. Gosh, oh, I'm, I'm all over Hawaii okay. this year. <laughs> Right, at this point, it's just being a dead dog. Yeah. I feel like um, I feel like you've never talked about Hawaii in your life until you met me. That's absolutely <laughs> not true. I used to, I, hey, I used to be one of those idiots who would stay up past midnight watching Hawaii play. Uh, and it I, used to be I, fun I, to watch. Here's thing, well, here's the thing: I still will. <laughs> well, so, you know, this weekend I, mean, I didn't. I fell asleep. We, we've had two different eras that were fun to watch with Colt Brennan and Colt McDonald. So yeah, I mean, Colt, I don't, oh man, I hate, I hate that Colt Brennan's gone now. But yeah, he yeah, uh, rest in peace. Rest to him. in peace to him. Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah, where were we? Oh yeah, Cleveland, Carolina. Uh, Shane, are you locking in Carolina? Yeah, I'm going Carolina. All right, bet. Uh, Indy at Houston. Like I said, this is gonna be a fun game to watch, strictly because that Houston defense is actually a lot tougher than we give them credit for. But that offense stinks. Give me Indy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same reason. Same. Uh, Giants and Titans. Give me Titans. Easy. Yep, Titans moving on. Uh. I'm assuming Titans for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This got to clarify. Uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. It's going to be a good game. It, it At least it should be. True. Um, Big question marks with both teams. Yep. It's Kirk Cousins the answer for Minnesota. I think we they've been asking that question for a while. Um, it just seems like whenever Kirk Cousins plays against good teams, we don't see we don't see a very good. We don't see him go out on top. We just see we see him fall flat when he goes against good teams. Um, so for that reason, even though it is Week One and it's going to be a hyped up crowd in Minnesota, um, I'm going Green Bay. Shane, how you feeling? Um, just like I said, you know, like I mentioned earlier, this this is a tough game for me. Um, I was high on Minnesota when we did our predictions. Um, but again, Green Bay is one of my favorite teams. Um, they're ones I watch closely, but I think right now I've got to see his connection with these receivers first. That, that, that's the biggest question mark. So basically I'm, I'm fighting between two question marks, Kirk Cousins or Green Bay's receivers. Um, very well, Green Bay could very well, very well win this game just off of base off their defense solely. But right now, uh, I have more trust in Kirk Cousins than I do those receivers in Green Bay. So I'm going to Minnesota. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Green Bay, personally. Uh, KC in Arizona. Give me Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, with, with, with Arizona, the way they fell off last year, they fell off bad last year. Of course, this this is a big week for them. Um, even though I do, uh, I do have them having a good season, I, I do not have them beating Kansas City. Kansas City wins this game. Same. Um, I, I think that right now they're going to be missing D Hop, um, True. and I think I believe they're missing some other key pieces right now. And uh, we all know Chandler Jones moved on. Uh, I think that's going to be too mu- too much to come over to try and beat Kansas City right now. Sunday Night Football, Tampa Bay and Dallas. So I've got the Cowboys winning. I had the Cowboys winning even before you know whenever the uh, before the season started, um, just because it's in Dallas, and I think Dak has a lot more to prove than uh, anything, but we don't have a kicker right now. 
and we don't have a backup quarterback. So my pick is I'm still going to stick with Dallas, but if Dak gets knocked out, I'm switching my pick to Tampa Bay like that. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Can I do that? Um, hey, it's no, got to get locked started, in. By, it, yeah, it's got to get locked in by Sunday at noon. Uh, Sunday at noon. They better have a damn backup before then. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go Tampa. Um, I would actually like to see Dallas win this game. Um, but for the reasons that Ricky just mentioned, um, and amongst other question marks, um, I Tampa Bay reloaded really. Uh, the biggest question mark right now is that tight end was losing Gronk, but even then, compared to what they've got it in receivers, that you know that's very small. Um, yeah. I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I and mean, of course, their, their receivers they've got to stay healthy this year. That was what hurt them last year. They just didn't could not stay healthy at all. And so, and then it's like, is there any other team in this league that doesn't have a backup quarterback and a kicker on their team? I, I'm just curious. It's like, it's like, who just does the Cowboys, this? Bud. Who does this? Just the Cowboys. Oh bud. my goodness gracious! I guess the punter's going to do everything. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> All right, backup quarterback, kicker, and punter. All right, Monday Night Football. Shane, your two teams, Denver and Seattle. Russell Wilson getting his revenge game. Yeah, because Seattle stinks. I mean, the way I see this, uh, both teams are pretty much on the even playing field, right? What? Um, what? As far as talent goes. <laughs> Whoa, even. calm oh. down. That's not even close. <laughs> I but, love you, um, Shane. I really do, man. Because you just try to butter this up. This is like me trying to butter up Dallas three years ago whenever, whenever Dak gets hurt. And it's Zeke. Yeah, man, the backup quarterback. Who was his name? Ben DiNucci, Cooper, whoever it Andy was. Andy Dalton at Andy the time. Dal- oh, it was Andy Dalton at the time. I'm like, you know, it's okay. We have Andy Dalton. He was a Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. <laughs> he did good there. You know, I can't say nothing bad about either team, but Denver's got Russell Wilson. Seattle's got the guy um, that Gino played Smith is starting. So I'm going to go Denver. <laughs> Gino, Gino Smith. Smith. He's still the in the league. Yeah, he's the starting quarterback. I didn't even know he was in the league anymore. Yeah, he's the Seattle starting oh, quarterback over goodness. Drew Locke. <laughs> and, hey, who was – wasn't Drew Locke uh, – wasn't he the starting quarterback last year for Denver? Or for yep. Denver? Yeah, and guess who had – you know who had the better QBR between Russell Wilson and Drew Locke? Hmm. It was Russell Wilson very, very slightly. It was not much. It was like a tenth, I think, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. I have to really look it up anyway. Um, we can all agree that Seattle team last year was not any better than what this year's team is. No, I mean, that Seattle team's horrible. They should have fired Pete Carroll with it. And it just, it's, it, it's, I don't understand it. It's like, come on. Uh, I think I had Seattle going over this year. I, I, I think they're going to be that bad. Uh, I've, I've got Denver. Yeah, Denver across the board. That's an easy one, honestly. It is. All right, well, that was all of our picks. Uh, I think we've pretty much got through everything on the show today. For betting stuff, I, I haven't really looked at it as much other than just fade Hawaii. Just fade Hawaii. Like, that's, all, that's all I can say. Even if it's minus they'll 51. Score, they'll score three points this weekend. It's okay. Uh, yeah, maybe, if, if we're lucky. It wouldn't shock me if they didn't get a single point. It really won't. <laughs> so, uh, boys, anything that you want to shout out before we get out of here? If not, I'm going to hit the music. We're going to work our way out. Because I am hungry. Boys, yes, what's for dinner? I am, what's I am, for dinner, guys? I am starving. Uh, I don't know what's for dinner yet. I'm going to starving. I'm gonna drive down oh. the road. <laughs> I know gas is two ninety seven a gallon at one of these gas stations around yeah. here somewhere. So I'm going <laughs> to fill up and I'm going to find some food. I'm fucking hungry. What's for dinner for you, Shane? Um, I'm having this thing that I found on Facebook. It's like a hot dog and like a 
po I don't, I don't know in a weird it's like a weird bun and it's cut down the middle and it's got like cheese dip on it okay so the I'm moment you said hot it. dog you really worried me because yeah. the first thing i thought of was this video that was sent to me the other day of someone taking a bunch of hot dogs put them in a jar and mixing it with the blue lemonade kool-aid packet and making <laughs> blue hot dogs <laughs> eating that so as soon as you said yeah this thing i saw on facebook with a hot dog I'm like, oh shane please don't tell me you're doing that <laughs> uh, no oh uh, well also going back to arkansas slash hot dogs did y'all see on SEC nation they they uh had water and they used hot dogs as a straw <laughs> i saw that happen at a yankees game yeah that, that just sounds weird yeah i saw that at a yankees game a guy dude took a straw right down the hot dog and used the hot dog to drink his beer that's where it started it started with that random guy at a yankees game Goodness Disgusting. gracious. My birthday yeah, is Saturday. Happy birthday. Happy thank you, birthday, thank you, thank you. Yep, My birthday is Saturday. So I have to see the Hogs to win, Saturday. It's all I'm asking for. The Hogs to win and Appalachian State to upset Texas A&M. We'll be good to go. There you go. Then Appalachian, you know, then Texas A&M lose to Miami, and then they can lose to Arkansas, and then, then look where they're going to be. Three exactly. losses. That'd be, be a great world for everyone. And then we're, exactly. <laughs> and then Jimbo Fisher's going to be fired. So they will they'll be Mediocre fine. University. All right. I'm hitting the music. Boys, last thoughts. We're getting out of here. Nope, hungry as shit, ready to go. Yeah, you yeah, same that. here, same here. It's, yeah. it's definitely, it's definitely time for some food. I'm starving. All right, well, if you if you stayed here and watched with us, we appreciate the hell of you. If you watched this after the fact, we appreciate the hell of you. If you're listening to this after the fact, we appreciate the hell of you. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe to the channel, youtubecom spark e 3 Join the Discord, join our uh, polls, and compete against us. And uh, I think that's it. Like I said, I'm starving. I'm in this quick. Until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening to A A Terrible Terrible Football Football Show. Show. Got it.